0: Holy Spirit, what are you doing? (laughs) Yes, what are you doing? Yes. I love um, John 435. Jesus says, do you not say four months and then the harvest? But I say to you, look up and see. The fields are white for harvest. Basically, Jesus is saying, you say it's not happening yet. Let's, uh, Freddie, let's just laugh at this lie. It's not happening yet. <laughs> there he says, look up and see. There, there's something to partner with right now. There's something happening. Just say, it's already happening. Yep, it's already happening. This is a hope explosion. What a hope explosion does, it causes us to look up and see what's actually happening. Because it's already happening. I love Scripture where it says my glory and the lifter of my head. I am I love the word transformed, Romans 12, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The, the Greek word for transformed is metamorpho, be metamorphoed by the renewing of your mind same process caterpillar to butterfly be metamorphosed caterpillar creates cocoon uh, with silk coming out of its mouth somebody's going hmm hmm, hmm something coming out of its mouth hmm hmm, hmm. Maybe someone should have a say. I set the course of my life with my words. That'd be, a, you know. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. It's for you, James. Yeah, just tell you, I'm looking after you. Yeah, just uh, I'm in your corner. And, and I love that. Be be metamorphood. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that word is. Metamorpho is in the New Testament four times. Two other times, it's when Jesus was transfigured. He was metamorphoed. His face shone, his garments were white. He was metamorphoed. But, but I love the Second uh, Corinthians 3.18 where that word metamorpho is there again and it says let me find that just breathe in right now yeah it says 2nd Corinthians 318 but we all with unveiled face Beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed, are being metamorphosed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. I like that. And and there's two main ways to be transformed. I talk a lot about mind renewal transformation. The other is beholding his glory transformation. And we need both. I, I tend to be if for most of my journey on this, I've tend to be more of a mind renewal metamorphoer than a beholder metamorphoer. Wendy's more of a beholder spends loves to spend extra time in the presence, kinda of like Joshua, you know, he's in the tent of meeting all the time. Moses. And and if we're if we're just a mind renewer without being a beholder, we're probably not gonna be in touch with with even our emotions or even passion and intimacy with Jesus. If we're a beholder and not a mind renewer, we're probably gonna be driven by our emotions. And we're gonna think everything we feel is true. (laughs) I wanna be both. And COVID has been a, one of the benefits for me of, of not traveling as much is that I've been able to spend more time being a beholder, I've taken more time. Got a walking trail at our house and uh, I'll go in the evenings and I, I will take my beholding his glory walk. Take the dog out there, tell Wendy I'm, and, you know, I, and I love to take different aspects of the, of, of the nature of God, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. And it's fun to take a different aspect of the nature of God and behold that. Like you can take, uh, uh, you're my glory and the lifter of my head. Yep, I'm gonna go out tonight in my prayer walk and just behold him as the lifter of my head. Mm -hmm. You are the lifter of my head. And whatever we behold him as, We become transformed as in a mirror we become transformed into what we're beholding him as And then I become a lifter of other people's heads In um I think it was the 80s a guy named larry lee had a whole prayer movement called can you not pray with me one hour? He did an experiment that blew up in a good way He took six aspects of the Lord's Prayer and would teach people how to pray 10 minutes over each aspect. And one of them was you spend 10 minutes of hallowing his name. You start off with our Father who art in heaven. You just think about relationship and heaven and and that hallowed be thy name. Then spend 10 minutes on hallowing his name. All the names of God. Wonderful counselor, who I hallow you. Wonderful prince of peace. Who I get transformed, I become a peace bringer. Everlasting father, who just hallow your name, behold your glory. Is that um, and 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 I just want to uh, insert that this in here because Man, I can, you, We can become so excited about mind renewal, and I'm excited about mind renewal. That, but I don't want us to not value this other piece, this this heart connection piece with the Lord, this worship, this hallowing His name, is beholding His glory. And so I just release over you the beholding His glory breakthrough and just whatever season you're in being able to just that that there's grace on you for the season to uh, behold him even in corporate worship I'm, I'm hearing that the Lord's going to take you to a new level in corporate worship of beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord And so many of you have already had, you just have such powerful corporate worship encounters. It's a place of deep intimacy, deep connection. But it's going deeper. It's going higher. Say, it's going higher. Mm -hmm. Say, "I'm I'm a radical mind renewer. And I'm a radical beholder of his glory. And I am transformed. Yay. All right. Hey, let's, um, let's pause for a moment in that last session. Or if you want to pull back other sessions, pull back into other. What, what did you hear? What was a phrase that spoke to you? Yep, there's no progress unless somebody's trying something new. We abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Whew! Laughter is a weapon that disempowers disempowers lies. Let's just laugh at this. You don't have the right personality to be joyful or to laugh much. (laughs) Let's give an extra laugh on that one. (laughs) Don't have the right personality. That's that's a good one. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my someone we're we're only victims of our own beliefs not other people i was going to say someone say amen or oh me <laughs> 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 yep go to call things by the past god likes to call things by the yes we yeah say that again by yeah yeah when we're on the verge of a breakthrough, it sounds ridiculous what, we, what we're hearing from the Lord, either directly or prophetically through somebody else. We don't deny our past. We just don't get our beliefs from them. Yep, we don't deny our past. We just don't get our beliefs from them. Yep, we can live a hopeless life with no disappointments. Or we can live a hope filled life with occasional disappointments. Behold his glory because whatever we behold, we become. Behold his glory we behold we become. Strongholds. Strongholds hate hope. <laughs> God loves to partner with unreasonably optimistic people. <laughs> Hope, peace, enjoy our wow. Hope, peace, and joy are a pa- package. I, I didn't even say it that way. That's better than how I said it. Anybody else? Yep, increasing hope is the evidence of renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. So good, Sarah, thank you. Yep, we are thermostats, not thermometers. Faithfulness is not just showing up. It's how you think when you show up. You show up full of faith. Yep. When was the first time you did something for the last time? And when was the last time you did something for the first time? I get that right? Thank you, Robert. That was a good one. Yep. My forward movement causes red seas to part. I like to just not go on too fast because I don't need more information. I need revelation. It's not about whether you understand and remember everything that's said, but identifying, okay, what really stood out to me? Once you put words to it, it goes deeper and also reinforces for everybody else what was spoken what was done a couple more yep the kingdom of God is not moved forward by good behavior but by good beliefs One more. Yep. Yep. I used to have more faith in the devil's ability to deceive me than God's ability to lead me. Hannah, did you have one? Mm. We don't praise God by feelings, but by faith. I didn't say that one either. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking about kind of need her on my team. (laughs) Help interpret what I'm really saying. (laughs) That's what I'm really saying. And I like that. We don't praise God by what feelings you said but by faith yeah. and and what I actually did say which is this we don't receive from God by feelings we receive by faith because if we think we receive by feelings that will be a blockage to us and if we learn to receive by faith we'll have feelings good feelings Now, my wife, one of the books she wrote is called Victorious Emotions. And it really fits in to what we've been talking about beliefs. And she makes a pretty profound statement. She says, if you want a different emotion, you need a different belief. And she says... um, Feelings don't validate truth, they just validate what you believe to be true. Feelings don't validate truth, they just validate what you believe to be true. And when we look at our emotions, and we're we're saying, okay, okay, what do you know? Okay, I, I know what to believe. When we look at our emotions... Our our negative emotions, we can't just fight negative emotions. We need to ask the question, what's the belief creating this negative emotion? Because if I'm just trying to change my emotions without changing the beliefs that are creating them, I'm going to have difficulty changing my emotions. So why do I feel hopeless? Why do I feel like a failure? Why am I fearful? Why do I feel unworthy? And then, okay, what do, what do I believe there? And this is, a, this is a great tool for where we're going and a, a great tool to set other people free. So the know what to believe, and then let me just talk a little bit more about know what to say. And, and just, man, I, I feel like we've already covered that. James has already set us on a course, the right course with that. But it, it's just, it, it's powerful. And, and I want to just say this. I mean, uh, in, in the 80s, when there was such a great revelation through the Word of Faith movement about positive confession and Many people misinterpreted that in a sense that I mean they became word policemen. Mm-hmm. Word policemen. so they were they would just they would almost create a spirit of fear. Don't say that don't, oh, oh, that's a negative confession. And I would say oh. and, and and so because of that and because of just people, focusing so much on what they said and it was obvious that there were other areas that they needed to address in their life besides just what they said you know their lives were out of order they were, uh, but they are, they were claiming naming and claiming everything <laughs> 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 then people got a, a bad taste in their mouth through that and wanted to throw the baby out with the bath water and say because we've We've seen abuse in that, and we've seen people just claiming out of their own soulish lusts. That's that's primarily where they use their their confessions. Then people said, "That's not scriptural. That's not right." But the the greatest truths also have the greatest ability to be abused. The great, I mean, the greatest truth. You, you, if you preach true grace. People, some people will interpret that as a license to sin. But it's, but we can't stop preaching grace because of some people's misinterpretation of it. Certainly we can say, this is what I'm not saying, but we need to be radical in our preaching of grace and the finished work. Same thing with uh, with the power of declarations and, and what we say. Yeah, some people may misinterpret it, and I certainly in my book Declarations, I've uh, which gives thirty biblical reasons why we make declarations. And that it's that book, Declarations, and my book, You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself are the two books that that feed into this. And but in the book Declarations, I, I answer six objections to declarations. Six one is objection number one aren't declarations simply a repackaging of the name it and claim it blab it and grab it heresy i answer that one number two uh, aren't people who make declarations prone to be unrealistic and denial about things they need to do in their lives besides making a declaration (laughs) i answer that one number three uh aren't Declaration simply an attempt to override the sovereignty of God in our lives. I answer that one. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. <laughs> I do well. One is I. Uh, I tried it. It felt fake. That's I answer that objection. And then I tried it. It didn't work. I answer that one. And. There's another one I forgot about. (laughs) It's in there as well. But know what to say. When when we, if we want to, again, if we want to grow and accelerate our growth, we will focus on what we're saying. And, you know, a a few indicators of of whether we we believe our words are powerful. It's kind of like you got Luke 1, you got... The angel appears to Zechariah, priest, gives him a word. Your prayers have been heard. You and Elizabeth, who's been barren in old age, you're going to have a child. It's going to be John the Baptist. And, but the Lord had to mute Zechariah for nine months. He said, you know what? Zechariah, he doesn't believe his words are powerful. <laughs> he just believes he can speak whatever he wants to speak. Whenever he wants to speak it, it'll have no effect. I can't have that guy speaking around what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't. You know, hey, Mr. Angel, bring the remote. <laughs> Yeah, and show me uh, show me where the mute button is on this thing. <laughs> Poof! Because I can't trust him to talk around the big things I'm doing. Someone just go, hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I mean, here, here's some indicators of whether you and I believe our words are powerful. I, I, if I can say things like, This is driving me crazy. Again, I don't believe my words are powerful. My back is killing me. Ha ha. Shame on me. mean again i, I don't, I don't want to be so nitpicky where people get so paranoid and oh, i can't say it, but but listen but, but i realize if i can say those things then it just it's just great information i don't believe my words are powerful i don't believe it and and then we got a choice yep is that important to me or is it not important and and, and i i i want to convince you it is important because again if we if we, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If we become students of our words and, and we go after the beliefs that are creating that, we're going to grow up. We bridle our tongue, we can bridle our whole body. And, and then we, we realize it's not only just the words that I, that I speak over me, it's the words I speak over other people. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life in John six. So words are not just containers of information. They, they release life or death or death. The atmospheres that we create around ourselves and our homes and our ministries and our businesses are largely created by the words that we speak. Our words are the creators of atmospheres. Uh, It says in Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but that which is for necessary edification, that it may impart grace. Say, impart grace. Impart grace to the hearers. And one of the, the definitions of grace is the empowerment to do God's will. So when I speak and I realize that I'm not just giving information to people. And this is for speakers, parents, anybody that my, my goal in, in being with you today is not just to give you information, but it's to impart grace to you. Where the actual words that I'm speaking are causing to happen in you, what I say. Those who believe their words are powerful, their words are powerful. Words are powerful anyway, but those who believe their words are powerful, their words are really powerful. Just say, my words are powerful. So, know know what to say. Know what to say. I I love uh, Isaiah 35, verses 4 to 7. It says, Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, fear not. Then it goes on to say, your God will come. He'll come and save you. Then in verse 5, it says, then the eyes of the blind will be open. Then the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. And and literally, uh, encouragement and speaking life over people creates the supernatural. in Ezekiel 37 you got the valley of dry bones and and God shows Ezekiel the valley of dry bones and he asked him a question by the way the lord's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are faith isn't denial faith doesn't say it's not dry America there's no dryness in America you no know, faith just hey it's very it's dry but then God asked Ezekiel a question, hey, hey, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And he gives the safest answer of all time. He says, oh, Lord God, you know we're waiting for you four months, and then the bones will live. No, he didn't say that. He, but he says, oh, Lord God, you know. Then he said, the Lord said, prophesy to the bones. Tell them they're going to live. And, and, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, you shall live started chain reaction. And and so just realizing that the question is whether, it's not whether how, how dry the bones are, the question is whether someone has renewed their mind enough to believe the bones can live. So we say, what do we say? And then lastly, what do we do? What do you know? What do I know to do? And really we're, What you do and what I do is not gonna be the same. We're different parts of the body, we've got different giftings, we're in different seasons. Certainly there's some things we're all gonna do, pray, word, fellowship, uh, et cetera, there's certain things, but but we're also, we're called in the different things. And I used to focus in on what I wasn't so much I couldn't, I didn't know who I was. I used to uh, allow the accuser of the brethren just to compare me constantly with other people who did things better than me, and I'd feel guilty about who I was. Let's laugh at that. Ha, 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 ha. And I didn't understand who I was. And so in just knowing, and this is a prophetic word for everybody who's listening You are in a season where the Lord is clarifying your giftings and your assignment and what this season's about. And I see a gift of faith coming upon you of confidence in you knowing what you are to do and knowing what you're not to do. And I remember learning this and. You know, this comes back to decision-making. We talked about that last night and attaching faith to what we're doing. And I remember, and I'm still in the seasons at times where, you know, I, I used to, I would give in faith. Let's say there was a need, and if I gave, I would, gu- I would give in faith, but if I didn't give, I would not give in with guilt. So I would choose to not give, but then I'd feel guilty. or I'd go to the meeting in faith and if I couldn't go, I'd feel guilty. And, and the Lord says, Steve, where you're going, you can't take that tendency with you. I want you to, if you, if you aren't gonna give to the guy who's got the sign you're driving by, I want you to not give in faith because you're in training. You're in training. And it, it's There's all kinds of great causes. There's all kinds of things that we can be a part of. How many of you know we can't do it all? I'd love to be able to do it all, but I can't and you can't. And I'm not saying this so we can become passive and not respond to things and not stop for the one, and there's other teachings. But this area of, okay, Lord, what what am I to do? What are you having me do in this season? <laughs> and, and, and there's people where, I mean, the, the narrower the pipe gets, the more power the water comes out of it. And I just see God even narrowing people's pipes, narrowing focus, narrowing assignments. We all have got a great assignment. Just say, I've got a great assignment. As a younger leader, I said, I can't wait until I do something great for you. And he said, Steve, instead of waiting to do something great for me, why don't you do what you're doing right now with great faith and it will become great. Let me say that again. As a young leader said, I can't wait till I do something great for you. He said, instead of waiting to do something great for me, why don't you do what you're doing right now with great faith and it will become great. When we were in Round Mountain, Nevada, we had a Sunday night meeting with three people in it. We had Sunday morning and Sunday evening services. And the three people was me, my wife, Wendy, and one other person. I heard a lot of lies that night. This meeting doesn't have much potential. Things are just getting worse. My people really don't love Jesus or me. (laughs) But basically the Lord says, Steve, how you think with three people will be whether I can trust you with a thousand. why don't you attach great faith to this I, I, i'm with great leaders by the way just say i'm a great leader and it, it isn't an attaching it's it's that and i want to i want to do it with with great faith nehemiah he's building the walls and i love that nehemiah word robert would you who'd you release that over Oh yeah? yeah, Ian. That's right. Yeah, boy, I, th- I. That's right. It was Ian. I just said, man, that was a whew, builder. Nehemiah is rebuilding the walls, and man, he did it. What fifty-something days? And his enemies, Sanballat, Geshem, and Tobiah, are trying to dissuade him. Just they're like lying spirits. In chapter 6, they say, hey, hey, Nehemiah, send him a letter. Why don't you meet with us in the valley of Ono? (laughs) We get a lot of preaching mileage out of that. (laughs) I love what Nehemiah says. Why should I come down to you for I'm doing a great work? I don't have time to come down and talk to the enemy in the valley of Ono. I'm doing a great, just say, I'm doing a great work. work. Say it again. Say it louder. Let's laugh at this lie. You are not doing a great work. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Those who believe they're doing a great work are doing a great work. Those who believe they're doing a great work are doing a great work. Those who believe they're significant are significant. I used to say, well, Lord, I'll have better beliefs when things start getting better in my life. Is that okay with you? You know what he said, Renee? He said, no. <laughs> it's not okay with me. And so we, we say, you know, what do you know? <coughs> what do I know to do? What do I know to do? And, and for some of you, this is a season where the Lord—and I, I know I've been in seasons—and and where I, I have just been available to do whatever. And that's fine. There, there are—but I, I need to know that's my season. Yep, I'm here to serve. I'm willing to fill in. I'll, I'll be spontaneous. Yep. And, and there are seasons for that, and that's great. But we need to know that, and not 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 grumble. How come nobody else is helping? Let's laugh at that. Ha ha ha, I'm the only one. Ha ha ha, ha ha, yeah. Nobody else is as dedicated as me. <laughs> hey, if we have those thoughts, we haven't attached faith to what we're doing and we don't understand what we're doing. Because we're, we're doing it reluctantly under compulsion. So, I mean, so there's seasons of that. I, but I got to know. I'm okay with it because I'm a cheerful decider. Woo-hoo, I get to clean the church. Woo-hoo! Yes, I get to do that this week. Other people left. I remember when I was in Round Mountain, we had the lawn out there, the church lawn. <clears throat> and I remember mowing the lawn some saturday nights and i was kind of grumbling i'm the pastor i shouldn't be the one mowing the lawn yeah and it's all it's all those times that where you really grow and the lord starts asking questions how many of you know when god starts asking you questions he's not looking for information (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's a you know, he's, he started asking me a question Steve what's wrong what's wrong Steve <clears throat> I'm mowing the lawn and I don't think I as the pastor should be mowing the lawn and, and so yeah, and so he started asking me he said well you're going to with, with, with that attitude, you're going to do another lap in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah you're going to do another lap because we're going to have to come back around. you know, what I love about the Lord is he has open book tests. <laughs> open book. you're going to have to come around gonna to, gonna, yeah you're going to come back to this thing again mm-hmm. and you're going to have to kill this giant some sooner or later. This victim thing, this poor me thing, this I'm a victim of my people thing. Do you, Steve, do you want to deal with that now, or you want to deal with that next year? Ha, <laughs> ha. It's kind of like when Jesus asked the guy, John 5, been Had a medical issue, 38 years, and he's by the pool. Mm -hmm. He asked him this profound question. Do you want to be made well? Seems like a no brainer. Wow, he's by the pool. Doesn't that mean he wants to be made well? Not necessarily. Basically, the Lord says, Steve, do you want to be made well? <clears throat> uh, let me get back to you on that, Father. <laughs> let me get back to you. Because <laughs> you know, if I'm made well, i got to get rid of my excuses. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, have to mow the lawn cheerfully. <laughs> I'm not sure I thought you were going want to mow the lawn cheerfully. Yeah. <laughs> <I did. laughs> oh, let me think about that, Lord. Whether I want to be made well. Whew. You want to grow up, and so just yeah, just deciding. All right, what do I know to do? What do I know? And others, like I said, some of some are in seasons of just serving, and it's you got young families, and you're in. Different seasons Others of us are in a time Where the Lord is Is going to narrow our focus He's going to narrow our focus And, and He's going to He's going to teach us How to use a powerful word The word is No It's a powerful word
1: Mm-hmm
0: is and, and, and some, some just need to instead of just instantaneously answering people with things some need to employ the 24 hour rule let me get back to you tomorrow let me get back to you and the reason we can say no is because we've got a big yes to something else. We we we've defined our yes. We've defined our purpose. We've defined our. This is what this is what um, this season's about. Because these next ten years are are going to be the most powerful years of our lives. For such a time as this, God is, he's raising up an army right now. His answer is always a person. God, do something. Help America. Help us. His answer is always a person. He gives an assignment to somebody who doesn't think they're qualified to do what he thinks they're qualified to do. God, do something. The Lord speaks to Gideon. That's how, that's how he works. And even within the sound of my voice, even people watching uh, Facebook, even people watching the recording, the, the Lord is he, he, he's telling people things. There's people in this room, you've already started powerful things. You've already started powerful things. You've got online things. You've got courses. You're doing um, different meetings. You have prayer things. You're you're getting purpose in what you're doing. Um, and and the but you ain't seen nothing yet about those. Some of you are are going to have are are going to start whole new things that you don't even know about yet. But it's gonna there's going to be a whole new emphasis on what you're doing. That isn't even on the radar yet. I worked with a guy named Paul Manwaring at Bethel Church for many years in the same department. Great father in our movement, and Paul has a gift of administration and a gift of uh, of creating structure for vision. And it's a great gift. And he was in a meeting. I remember the meeting. There's a guy named Mario, Mario, Mario Murillo. And he prophesied over Paul. And he prophesied over him that he was an evangelist, a father of evangelists, and he would be doing stadium evangelistic meetings. <laughs> and that was a ridiculous word. Ridiculous. It had no connection at all with his past. But I watched something happen. I watched Paul, and and he received that word, and he began to steward that word. And he, many of you know Reinhard Bonnke, and great evangelist. And I think he passed away recently. And uh, in Africa, million people crusades and. And he, he went to Reinhard Bonnke's evangelism school. And, and then he's part of a Europe Must Be Saved meetings, stadiums. A whole new piece that just within the last 10 years has just emerged off his life. And some of you, that's going to be what's going to happen. You're going to get a word. You're going to get a dream. You're going to get... An idea. You're going to get set on fire in a direction that's going to make a difference. Just turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. What do you know? What do you know, Steve? <laughs> what do you know? What do I know to believe? What do I know to say? What do I know to do? Those explode hope. Hope is what causes those things just to go to the next level. Because I know what I believe is important. I know what I say is important. I know what I'm doing is important. It's significant in what God's doing. I'm not just trying to survive. I'm not just trying to uh, just go through the motions. And, and, and the, these hope explosion meetings are just to jolt us out of any survivalism. Yep. And, and you have an anointing on your life, and, and God is jolting us as he jolted Gideon. You've got an anointing on your life to just bring that same breakthrough for other people. and it's increasing. So what I wanna do just in, I wanna end this time with what I'm gonna do then our team's gonna, I'm gonna give them a few minutes. Um, matter of fact, um, I think what I'll do, Charlotte, I'm gonna have you come on up, grab the mic there. It's a little bit earlier maybe than because I wanna do something to wrap up our time. And everybody say, hi, Charlotte.
2: Hello, everyone, again. Well,
0: Sh- <laughs> Hi. Charlotte, what, what are you? Woohoo! Yeah, from Hong Kong. <laughs> um, Praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, God's Jesus. been doing great things in your life. What has the Lord been doing in your life in the last four or five months? If you could, can you sum that up at all?
2: Oh, wow. In the last four or five months. Um The Lord has been uh, very gracious to me in the last four or five months, actually has been um, through dreams, through dreams, several dreams, to calling me higher to my uh, calling. Um, Some of you might already know that I used to do corporate leadership trainings for 20 years and I'm very happy to do that. But in the last five months, I keep receiving dreams and um, I recognize that God is calling me to preach and to teach, Um, so that is uh, something uh, remarkable that I can feel that it's from a word from the Lord. As as Steve say, if you have a word from the Lord, you can put up with a lot of junk. (laughs) So, so yeah, I am. There's a major change in my life. So even right now, I'm just releasing that. Grace over you because the moment that I receive this dream, um, it 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 is something very different because I used to work full time in the street, uh, uh, in the marketplace, right? So I felt like God is now calling me to preach, and uh, but that grace sits on me as though that peace is a blanket of peace over me. So I bless that with you, too. When you receive a word from the Lord from now on, you will receive that grace that you know that you know, that this is a word from the Lord. And whatever that happens, you're just going to go for it because your forward movement will cause resty to part.
0: <laughs> I love that, Charlotte. Now, I know that you even... Because even of your culture that yes. you're coming out of, you yes. know, just a- and and to embrace, I'm gonna, I'm a preacher. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Talk
0: about the, yeah. the kind of the mind game battles. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's very good. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, because in my culture in China or in Asia, I'm from Hong Kong, so it's a little bit better, it's a uh, cosmopolitan, but still the Chinese culture, traditional culture about a woman uh, being speaking in the forefront is is unusual. Um, the fact that I married to a Westerner, I, I believe that uh, that's uh, such grace on my life already set me apart to do that, but having said that to be a woman speaking on stage. And the calling is to preach and to teach and to evangelize. Um, I know I can do teaching um, at the corporate world, but I'm not sure if I can do it. So I've been struggling and asked the Lord, um, is it really uh, for me? I almost felt like this Moses moment. The, the Lord pulled me back to stories. And uh, the Lord showed me um, Moses. Uh, he, he didn't know how to speak well and I'm thinking like I'm Chinese uh, I, I read my Bible in English, so if I am going to preach, my first language will be in English. So I will be using my second language to do God's work. I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure if I can do that, right? And then and then he, he continued, you know, laugh at those lies, right? But then I heard him, uh, the Father is just so good, right? When he says something to you, speak to your life, it is so powerful that you almost felt like it's you, it's you, you're going to cover me. So he showed me from the scriptures that it's okay if you don't know how to do it I have an errand for you I have someone to cover you then immediately I thought oh yeah I have Robert <laughs> uh, okay so it's not that he's an errand but it's, it's how the Holy Spirit worked in me so after that I, I remember reading this scripture about okay I'm gonna show you uh, if you want me to do this your presence need to come with me and I will give you rest exodus 33 14 that bible verse actually is my life verse right from the beginning but as i received that call i felt like okay your presence will come with me and i will be restful and i just believe that and i really believe that god will give me the power the anointing from the holy spirit so as i am weak he is strong so i am unapologetic to tell people even right now maybe i feel a bit nervous or weak i say amen to that because in my weakness is where the power of the holy spirit can work in me and through me and uh you know i joke about this peanut butter anointing that that wendy, <laughs> that wendy that wendy, sh- wendy share i just want to release that can i to, share yeah. what that means yes yes
0: yeah because my wife wendy her first speaking time after getting saved was a five minute time of sharing your testimony with about 20 people and she looked at the people started crying sat down couldn't say a word and said i will never speak in front of people again and so she then she was getting all these prophetic words you're a teacher she said well that's a bad word because <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't agree with my past and and then she heard bill johnson say this um, one day there's going to be such a revival that all you're going to need to say is peanut butter, and people will say, what must I do to be saved? <laughs> and and <laughs> she's, w- Wendy thought to herself, I can say peanut butter. And she got the revelation that her faith was not to be in her ability to speak, mm-hmm. but in God's ability to anoint what she said.
2: Yes, and I have been using it all along. Ever, ever since I know that this anointing, I said, I have this. By faith, I receive it <laughs>
0: you got the Peter but the peanut <laughs> peanut <laughs> butter <laughs> yes, That's yes, I thing. believe that
2: yeah uh,
0: just yeah, just pray over it because I know people are resonating um if you're feeling just something with what uh Charlotte is saying, just something kind of special on you, mm. just stand up just right now and just stay standing if she's speaking to your heart yeah. right now, mm. yeah, thank you, Father thank you Thank you, you Father. Wow.
2: Wow, thank you, God. Just pray into this. Yeah. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, Father, we thank you for that revelation and for just taking me from, from, uh, from my culture, taking me outside from the cave of my comfort, and just call me higher to my purpose to my calling. So I'm releasing that grace over all of yes, you right Lord, now. As you lift you. up your hand, I want you to lift up your hand as a prophetic act, just to receive that you receive that power from the Holy Spirit, mm. the anointing, the presence of God in the believing that as God speaks to you, that call on you to do anything from now on, that you're to going to do this by faith. And you will never be the same again. Then there will such be a, a such grace and presence. Yes, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you. And you will receive that, Amen.
0: Yeah. Thanks yeah. for those who are standing, Lord. Just thank you for uh, just what you're stirring in them. Yeah. You're stirring them. You're 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 giving them vision. You're giving them hope. You're you're uh, just uh, beginning. New dimensions of their ministry yeah. through what Charlotte's saying. Thank you for the impartation that was just happened, Lord. Thank you, God. Thanks for the books, the, mm-hmm. the speakers, the prayer, the, the power of, of prayer that's gonna come out, so the the delivering ministries, the evangelism, mm-hmm. the souls getting saved. Just as a result of those who are standing right now. God, thank you for... This has happened in the last five months. Thank you that in the next five months there's going to be just significant happenings and dreams and confirmations and opportunities and old mindsets Mm. just coming down. Whoa, thank you, Lord. Thank you for fresh filling of the Holy Spirit.
2: Thank you, God.
0: Yeah, in this meeting.
2: Thank you, God. Yeah, I'm sensing some of you um, may have a challenge speaking um, in public or on stage. That fear is being broken, even right now. Right now, you will never be the same again. Yeah. Yes. And some of you may be very um, scary about uh, stepping to a risky project that you have been pondering in the last five years. In the last five years, the project that has been soaking in and not sure, I declare that that project will come to pass. It's right now, you're going. Yeah, we're launching that in Jesus' name.
0: (laughs) Anything else you want to release?
2: Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, you can sit down. I just want to release. uh I'd like to honor this church, the Word of Life Church, um,
0: we love Ben, Ben and Carol's We love yeah. for watching. Just love you again. We love praying grace yes. and into your home. And ben, yes. you are recovering supernaturally.
2: Yep, release, release miracle and healing anointing over you. Yeah, I honor this church. I really have a very strong sense of the leadership team being able to deal with family well. I'm saying kingdom family. I'm saying not individual. You know. Uh, you know natural family spiritually I believe that um, this church uh, are raising up giant killers I believe that they are going to shake nations I believe that they will be lay down Jesus lovers and their influence will be international because of how well you guys do it and groom the future people and future leaders and um, this church we will see a lot of big leaders. It's not about big church. It's about big leaders, and they will, they will influence, you know, how a Christian walk should look like, how Jesus should be exalted. So we
0: bless this church. We bless Word of Life Church. Yes. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the assignment. We thank you for the new building. Yes, the new building and the breakthrough there and the purpose of this church in Jesus name. Thank you. The angels are going before yes. uh, the leadership team right now. Yeah, what else?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, know what we say know what we say why don't why don't we just declare a few things together i find it very spiritually um revitalized when we um, declare it why don't we say it together i am a radical mind renewer
0: i'm a radical mind renewer
2: i am a radical beholder of the glory of god
0: i'm a radical beholder (laughs) of the glory of god
2: i am transformed by the power of the spirit from glory to glory
0: i'm transformed by the power of the spirit from glory to glory
2: yeah yeah steve thank you so much for sharing um how what what we should say um can i just do a quick recap like what stand out to me oh, yeah. yeah Good. very quickly Uh, You mentioned about becoming a student of our word. And uh, I I love about that. It's being intentional with uh, what we say, not just to others, but what we say to ourselves. In fact, intentional with what we say to ourselves probably is more powerful, even more powerful. This is the first step uh, before we do that. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, say with me, my words are powerful. powerful. (laughs) And my word impart grace. To myself and others. Yes. And another thing I really like uh, what you say, Steve, is uh, knowing our priority. I love the part when you say that um, um, know when to say no. Right? Say know, no, Know no. when to say no. And uh, that 24 hours' rules of responding to people really works, resonate, right? Can I get back to you in 24 hours? 24 hours and um, what else oh yeah and you mentioned I want you to um, listen this very you know very well some of you is going uh, going to get a word or dream or vision that's going to set you on fire wow for (laughs) for Jesus so that's that some of you are going to receive a word in a dream or vision yeah that's going to set you out on fire yeah, 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 and I just want to maybe close this with um, this Second Corinthians three eighteen yeah. that you said that. Um, just breathe in, and I just want to share that with you. Close your eyes, maybe just to receive that. Just, just beholding the glory of God right now as I receive that and impart that over you, as we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of God. Uh, being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another for this come from the lord who is the spirit yeah say amen to that
0: amen. yeah give it up for charlotte yeah, yes hey by the way just uh, stretch out your hand to charlotte and just, just prophesy, just say something, just you can do it, whatever you want to say, just to really, you see the calling on our life, yes, yes. we just say thank you, Lord, thank yeah, you. you got this, Holy Spirit's going to do it, <laughs> open doors, yes, yes. Thank, yes. You, thank you so much. Hey, um, Renee and Robert, why don't you come on, each of you, and just uh, take a, a, a turn or two of just... Um, I know you guys have been praying for this group. Anything else you wanna share? You got any words for anybody or just, what, what do you wanna do, Robert? Hey, Steve, um,
3: yeah, something that's uh, on my mind. You mentioned uh, a couple of times uh, the, the term 10 years, 120 months. And uh, I, again, we're talking to business leaders here. You will, many of you will have goals. Steve talked about vision. Um, very often we set goals in uh, frames of 12 months um, instead of setting them more long term so what I'd like to release to you just for you to be aware that we often overestimate what we can achieve in 12 months and underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years so I would encourage you those of you that look short-term start to plan long term because to, to, to say Build a church in the next 12 months may not be practical for many of you, but to plan and do that over 12, over 120 months or 10 years is very practical, right? So so don't overburden yourself with what you want to achieve in 12 months. Plan it out over and have a bigger vision. Remember, we serve a supernatural God, and he encourages to have supernatural goals and dreams. Very good. Thank you, Steve. There's more, but I'm going to let my
4: you have more, yeah. Okay, um, I have a word for Caesar. No, what's your name? Carlos. Carlos. Sorry, C-C-C- Carlos. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Carlos. Would you stand up for me, please? Thank you. Um, jefe, come on. I I heard the word stellar. You know what that is? Stellar, like estelar. God has made you outstanding. He has been and will always be exceptionally good with you. You carry favor. You're a Joseph. Dreams and visions of God will happen. You will influence high level leaders influence of the influencers. God will use you to point out the negative, but not in a judgmental way, but to bring upgrades and blessings to people. You will be a big part of the new revival in the marketplace. A movement of the kingdom through business leaders, influencers, personalities, and public figures. I bless you, uh, Carlos, yes.
3: Um, Could I just ask uh, Bob and Ronnie to stand? Yeah, I met this couple yesterday for the first time. They're on fire. You know that. I I know you know them well. But i like—I uh, just like to bless them. Um, I, I, they're a kingdom family. Um, I just sense, particularly for Ronnie, I didn't have too much interaction with Bob, but I just feel the Lord saying, this is a, this is a kingdom couple, a kingdom family. Um, and, and you're only just getting started. No matter what you've done in the past, you know, you're really only now, the Lord is saying, you're just getting started. And, and whatever dreams that you have right now, he's saying, I want you not just to 10x them, but 100x them, right? And uh, I, I know that, uh, Ronnie, you've got, you've got goals, for, you've got a project in mind, and the Lord is saying he's got that, he's, you're fully funded. And that's also for everyone else in the congregation that has a, a kingdom project. I'm hearing the Lord say you're fully funded, you're fully funded. Fully, You're sorry. fully funded. I'm fully. You're fully funded. You're fully funded, Steve. You're fully funded, Rennie. You're fully funded, Charlotte. You're fully funded, Ronnie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, and I wanted to release this last night. Uh, Romans 12:2, Steve's been, you know, championing that verse. It's it's been my lifeline for the last three years at Bethel, although And and Psalms 1:19, uh, Because you need the word to renew your mind. You need the word to renew your mind. Um, And I just feel that those two verses, we just release those over you and everyone else in this this room, in this beautiful room, in this laboratory. (laughs) Thank
4: you. Thank you. God bless you both. Thank you, Robert. That was fire. I have a word for Michelle, but I don't want you to be there. Come up here. And um, actually, I'm going to ask you to receive that, this word, in name of the woman of this church and the woman represented here. And I'm going to ask the woman to stand up also. Um, This is what I heard. Um, You are a David. That enjoys the sweet presence of the Lord and you really go deep there's a well of history between you and the Lord God has anointed you as a queen your heart is after his own heart I see you um, having conversations with people that you will influence to get closer to God to know God and have not religion but a relationship God has given you the wisdom and the confidence and the boldness to make it so. If you're a woman here, you have the wisdom, the confidence, and the boldness. As men, and I'm speaking in, in behalf of men, we give you permission to be wise, to be confident, and to be bold, to make it so. And I hear, Michelle, specifically for you, that you're a prayer warrior. That you carry authority, that where you walk, the enemy just has to, like, scare away. He's scare away. Yes. And that you carry that authority, but you also carry that sweetness of God that makes transformation, makes transformation in places. You were called to be a transformer, a shifter of atmospheres. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I bless you. Yes. Yay! I have more.
0: <laughs> why don't you do one more, and okay, then more. I've got something we're gonna do here yes. to close.
4: Okay, this is the last one. Uh, okay, uh, whoever came in in um, had to take a highway to come here. Please stand up. Pretty much everybody. <laughs> Uh, I I hear this about you guys. You are reformers. God is refreshing your vision. You are visionaries willing to pay the price to live on the important. To live on the important. You are Joseph's. You delight in God, and he is going to fulfill your dreams. Even some of you tonight will have dreams of what God will be bringing in the near future. Not only spiritually, not only on spiritual matters, but innovation and ideas in business. I see the Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9 anointing over you guys. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You guys are people that follow his highways to go higher ways. Can you say say that again? (laughs) I can try
0: to wrap my brain around that one. My spirit got
4: it. (laughs) Steve, these are people. Yeah, they're people. That follow his highways and go higher ways. Whoa. His highways. Can I declare with them? I got it.
0: I'm sure there's more than I got, but I got a lot of that.
4: Can I help them declare that? Over themselves? Yeah. Okay, say with me I follow his highways highways to to go higher ways. And just say with me, I am a prayer warrior. I believe, I believe God for the impossible. I carry peace. I carry, peace. I carry, hunger. I carry hunger. His promise I'm a I'm a promise, I'm a promise and dream carrier of God. I give birth to the Samuels. I give birth to the, Samuels. I, hear from the Lord. I hear from the Lord. I am here, Lord, for you to use me. I, hear, Lord, for you to use. I bless you guys.
0: Amen. All right. Here's the last thing I want you to do. I want you to take a few minutes. And if you have a neighbor next to you, um, and just, or if you have one or two, I want you just to share with each other what the Lord has spoken to you in this uh, Hope Explosion Conference or what He has done in you. I just feel like if you put language to that and just, and then just take a moment to pray for each other if you have time. So and if you don't have anybody to talk to, just talk to yourself. <laughs> but if you can move, even if you need to move around a little bit, um, this is scheduled to be over at 1 will be done before that. And so just, uh, yeah, take a few minutes and share. Spouses, you can do that with each other if you like, and this is going to be a great time. Yeah, here we go. Another 30 seconds or so, just kind of wrap this up and then if there's a couple of you who or so who would like to share what you believe God did or said and that would be fun to hear. Anybody like to just say, uh, you, just, you either heard something your neighbor said, wow, you need to just share that, or you just want to say, hey, I got breakthrough in this, or I got this revelation. Anybody want to? Yep. Do I know that rural Nevada is a... a wonderful place to minister and it's fruitful and people want to hear the gospel yeah I did know that Mm -hmm. and and Ian I think you knew that but now you know it even at a higher level (laughs) we bless the state of Nevada in the name of Jesus it's a great state anybody else want to say what happened anybody get a big breakthrough that you would like to share? Wow, you're a writer and you bring people who don't know God to God. Yep. going to happen it's already happening it's already it's going to increase anybody else what was this time about why would the lord have you here
1: God gave me complete freedom and complete confirmation about certain things that I have been pondering with him. And Bob doesn't know this, but um, God God has been speaking to me about something that we are gonna do together. And today when Robert said Kingdom Family, and um, we we do believe that, but um, it just kind of confirmed to me that God is opening another door in that arena for us. And so, um, two big things that I believe are just here and now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Sounds like Bob's gonna be informed of something. <laughs> That's what I hear again. Yeah. Honey, you didn't know this, but this, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. How about one more? You just want to, yeah. Mm. we bless that. And remind me your name. Daniel? Yeah. Daniel and and I you're um I, I just hear this f- faith movement through you. Faith movement. In the power of declarations and the power of proclaiming God's promises and and faith declarations and your own creativity and your own how you're doing that. You there's a there's an army that will result out of that in in even your own struggles, your own recognition. Yep, some of my beliefs haven't been too sharp lately. Again, welcome to the club. <laughs> and it's all that that gives you compassion, gives you understanding. And, and that connects your heart to people, but also your You're having to find God, not just with a formula, but with something that works. What a joy. Yeah. Lightning bolt when Charlotte laid hands on you. So just wow, in in, encounter, refired, prophetic word, and then Uncle Robert Kirby, (laughs) the same name. Not not sure what all that how that means, but I'm, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's been a great day. Those of you who are a part of this church, we're looking forward to being here tomorrow. James, you know what I'm hearing about tomorrow's meetings? Yeah, no, dude, how do you? You must be you, you. You must hear from the same source I hear. I mean, just just, just download. of So we bless you in the name of Jesus. The the hope explosion. Uh, Those watching online, those watching the recording, we thank you. We seal these words. We seal the message. We seal the prophecies. We seal the impartation that happened in the name of Jesus. Uh, If you receive uh, all that was done and said, just say, I receive it. I'll never be the same again. Something happened in me, it was supernatural. It's going to increase and it's going to influence the nations. Amen. Give God a shout.
1: Give him thanks. Steve, I'd like to thank you and Renee and Robert and Charlotte. Charlotte, when you were talking, I saw how I'm not part of this team, but this is the Holy Spirit talking to me. <laughs> but I saw how you talked about in your previous career you are presenter, trainer, coach, where you learn things up here and you learn how to speak and how to communicate to people, right? In a professional setting. And now you've been led to be more connected with God and listen to God. So you've gone from corporate business to what I like to call kingdom business. You are in the kingdom business now and and you're listening to God and you're talking to people with the things that you were prepared before in those seasons for this new season now to do your greater kingdom assignment, and it's going to be easy like we talked about. It's not going to be as hard as that was. That was hard because that was your season of the lions and bears like David. Now you're in the season of slaying Goliath, and it's going to be easy because it's no longer going to be hustle like the old days. It's going to be divine flow. Amen? Receive his divine flow. Yes, yes. That's what God told me. Well, if you got something out of today, let's give God a hand. Let's give God a hand that shows up in everything we do. And let's believe that tomorrow will be better than today, better than yesterday. Amen. Steve, we'd like to thank you and your team. If you received anything, we encourage you to sow into their ministry. Sowing into their ministry sows into yourself because you get to go along with them as they go around the world igniting hope. So if igniting hope does something for you and you want to share that and so please we encourage you to sow into their ministry you can do it you know with the with the envelopes you can go on our push pay app and click other and type in steve's name we'll make sure that gets to them but that way you get to participate it's not just steve and his team and his books and wendy and his wife you get to participate in igniting hope amen who wants to be part of that right igniting hope around the world so there's still time to buy books in the back have a good evening Everybody's got their kingdom assignment to speak into their life the things, the promises of God. So practice tonight, and we'll see you here tomorrow. Amen? Everybody have a good evening.